who's into midgets who would write on a chalkboard. I think it'd be hilarious just to see him flirt with the fucking machine. <laughs> that booty jiggles <laughs> like I have never seen. Mark Zuckerberg started building an underground um, like bunker. Shit's about to go. Oh, green screen apocalypse now. Yeah! Dude, I would love to be fucking in a bunker with Joe Rogan. <laughs> That'd be sick, dude. He's just unlimited jerky. Just DMT and jerky and corn. You, never know what <laughs> you think all of You won't give me a dollar. Oh, dude. Like, they would survive because the zombies would just assume that the homeless people are one of their own. <laughs> The, what did we call our followers? The, uh... Podcastians. No, that's not what we call them. <laughs> the, it starts with the C. The, the, the congregation, the podcastians. Sure, we'll use the podcastians. The podcastians. This shit's already gone off rail. <laughs> Welcome back, podcastians. Uh, back to your, your favorite show, which has obviously changed, as you can see. New year, new us. Uh... Bay is taking the new year resolution to a whole new thing. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say I'm trying to catch up to her. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we're trying something out new. We're trying it out, you know, because fuck it. Who cares? You know, I I feel like I we need to start taking the podcast a little bit less seriously. And that's when it's going to shine, you know? We are the most serious components of the podcast, which is why we introduced the green screen. So the green screen can be the number one component of the podcast. I like I like that little pause there. Yeah, I gave <laughs> that anticipation. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we got a lot on our uh, docket. We got a lot of things to talk about. And 2024 has been coming in hot. Absolutely hot with all kinds of news coming in. But uh, the most recent news that I wanted to talk about was this goddamn Stephen Hawking's news. He was a dog, son. Oh, he was I've a dog. heard about this. I've heard about this. Something about a wheelchair, something about a midget. <laughs> there's a midget. There's a wheelchair. There's something that's going crazy up in here, bro. I just like I think it'd be hilarious just to see him flirt with the fucking machine, just being like, "Damn, shoddy, that ass is so fat." <laughs> F A T A T. <laughs> that booty jiggles like I have never seen. I love a black queen. <laughs> you know that finger game on point, though. No, he can't even move his fingers, bro. He can't do shit. I'm sorry. I'm trying to fucking, dude, I'm trying to help him out here. And okay, I so the context of the story is that the Epstein files finally came out. And by finally came out, I mean a redacted version that has all of your lovely senators and uh, famous people and also important people that are connected to the government all completely taken out of the list. So it's Oprah? literally blacked out. No, Oprah. It was been. It was on that list. Oprah. Actually, yeah, you Oprah. Pull up like a list of all the people that. Pull up the out. list. Jeremiah, pull up the list. Jamie, can you pull up a pedophile list? 
He's our own Jamie. Um, yes, but the one person who seems to have surprised everybody, right, is is uh, Stephen Hawking. Like, the renowned astrophysicist who has been kind of known as our, you know, as, as kind of like our Einstein. Um, but the, the thing is, is that he's in a fucking wheelchair. I mean, the guy was, like, completely, de- like... When he cheated on his wife, that's when I knew he was, he was a piece a dog. of shit. He was a dog. He cheated on he cheated on his wife with like his assistant or something. I'm his pretty nurse. sure his nurse. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That nurse. His personal nurse. Yeah. Everyone's talking shit about him, but what about the nurse, dude? The nurse is into vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> She's into what? fucking vegetables. Hey, Andres. What? One time I ate a popsicle and it was a popsicle stick joke. You want to hear what it was? Sure. What's the hardest part of a vegetable to eat? <laughs> I know this one, but sure. What? The wheelchair. The wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, that, yeah, that is true. That's why. Uh, why is it that uh, that nobody in a wheelchair is also gay? Because you can't be a vegetable and a fruit. <laughs> But, dude, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> like, how the fuck did they even get Stephen Hawking? That's a good see? joke to tell before you do karaoke at a bar. <laughs> that's fucking a great... Can you look up how many times he went there? Because I've heard different stories. I've heard that, like, your boy was going down there for the snorkeling. <laughs> <laughs> Just flying through the ocean. But, no, okay, so... Uh, according to documents, and this is a very serious show, as you can see, um, he wasn't into kids, but what he was into was midgets, and but specifically, he was into midgets who would write on a chalkboard, but really high, so that he could look up, like, their skirts. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a really that, weird... That was, like, his kink. Like, he just, he loved midgets... And he loved, like, looking up their skirts. So he needed a stepladder with wheels. Well, no, he's in the wheels. She just needs to be on a stepladder. And he just has to... Do you think they had to have somebody to be like... <laughs> but, like, if she was trying to, like, write on the chalkboard, wouldn't she need... like? I don't a... think she was actually writing on the chalkboard. I think they were just kind of pretending it. Because... From what I understand is that Epstein Island was kind of presented to billionaires and other, like, really famous people as, like, an opportunity a to... A fetish island. A fetish island, right? Um, I think the only reason that the, the like, kitty fucking stuff ended up becoming so big Ugh. on that island was just because, like... There, that just happened to be, like, the main kink amongst, like, all of these, like, powerful dudes. Well, yeah, because, well, have you ever heard of the theory that, like, people who... Like, achieve, adrenochrome and stuff? Well, it's, it's, no, it's the theory of, like, essentially trauma bonding, but to a time. So, like, let's take, for example, like, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber became famous... At a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. And has he progressed from that young age? Not really. Not fucking really. And think of every other person. Like, uh, when I hear people talk about this, they're usually like, I'm 35 and my 
you know, my mom killed themselves when I was 18 and I have been stuck at 18 since I was 18. Well, trauma will, will keep you stuck in a, in a young age. And fame yeah. is the same thing. Success is the same thing. So, like, let's say you're 24. You're a 24-year-old guy and your girlfriend just broke up with you and you just got the job of a lifetime. She just broke up with you. The love of your life. You thought you were going to marry her. And you got the job of a lifetime that's offering you $13 million a year to manage this fucking... Like hedge fund or something. ...company that manages hedge funds. So you're you're in You're char- double managing. Yeah. You're in charge of all of these other hedge fund managers and you're the CEO. And you're making fucking 13 to $20 million a year. Are you are you gonna change as a person? Yeah, I mean, I just any big changes in general are gonna change. Like you if your as a fucking person, cousin but... hits you up, like if you're fucking like, let's say you get this, this is yours, thirteen to twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, to do this me. crazy. Fuck yeah, I'd this be crazy. Such, I'd be such it, more of a dick. Right. So what if I hit you up? <laughs> like what if I hit you up and I said, Hey, Andres, I need fifteen thousand dollars. I would say what for. And right. It, depending on like what you want to do with it, like I'd give it to you. If it was like for a business opportunity, I think I'd I, give you a loan for it for sure. What if I what if I said a million? So you're making thirteen to twenty That's rough. Yeah, that's yeah. more. If that's you're making harder. thirteen to twenty million dollars a year. So let's put it into perspective. With so taxes. right now we are both making approximately forty K a year. Yeah. Without taxes. Right? I'm making forty two K without taxes yeah so i'm making what 23 hundred dollars a month i don't think the numbers matter i think it's just right? that when you so, get rich you just right so that's what i'm saying though is that in re in relative re, relativity to that number for if you were making 13 to 20 million dollars a year let's say let's equate it to the exact number that we're making let's say it's 40 million dollars a year yeah so we're making 40,000 a year right now yeah so if i were to ask you for $1000 that would be what 300 bucks yeah it's not that much compared 300 to like bucks? if you're like rich rich i think the biggest issue is that if you start giving people money they just start asking for more and more money especially if like it doesn't end up working out but i don't i don't know what do you think uh about this like whole theory that like hollywood is like really there to kind of like harvest the souls of like young kids <laughs> Because that's been a theory forever, and this whole Epstein Island thing really didn't help the whole situation because, like, so many people got fucked over. Apparently, like, Tom Hanks is in there. I do believe that aristocrats have always been doing this, but it hasn't always included young kids to this degree. I think that, you know, that has always been a margin of the market. But when you think about it from, like, a rich guy's perspective... It's a it's it's a power thing. Well, it's a Leonardo it DiCaprio scenario. That's different though. He's fucking twenty five no, year olds. Okay. That's not that's the same shit though. Like think about it. So <laughs> he's funny. doing it. No, listen, because he's doing it the smart way. He's going. I want the youngest I can get him. 19, 18, 20, 21. Yeah. I want the fresh young ones that i can manipulate i can influence 
I can impart my will onto and form them into these beings that I specifically want to be a part of my life and my culture. Yeah. Whereas it gets a little bit darker when it comes yeah. to the very, very, very young ones, like the ones that are in their teens, preteens, yeah. and younger. I do that think... becomes a very big issue with a lot of um, – I think – the issue is, is that these high influential people have been exposed to so many different ages of women and people. I don't believe it's exclusive. I do think to that girls. there's a difference, though, because like I can understand why, like somebody, a guy who's in his forties, wouldn't want to go out with a woman who's in his in her forties. Because most of the time, women in their 40s come with so much baggage. They Children, usually come with kids. Ma- they marriage, usually, and the yeah. thing is that a 40-year-old woman is stuck in her ways. You know, she doesn't want to change anything. She just wants to fit somebody in as opposed to a 25-year-old or a 23-year-old woman. Less She's ready bag- to change. No baggage. She's nothing. ready to go and do this. And, yeah, that's fun. It's whatever. You know, as opposed to... Fucking Jeffrey Epstein sitting there fucking from from what I understand, the youngest like recorded age that Jeffrey was actually fucking was like thirteen, which is crazy. No, so that's not what I'm saying. Like those ages are completely like unacceptable. I'm just saying that like the reason why these people are trying to do that is because of not only the power dynamic, but also because Usually when these people were like when they were quote unquote traumatized, yeah. They were either, you know, a young twenties, yeah, that's true. Sixteen, like their family being like, Hey, if you don't take this job in finance, your grandmother's going to die because we're going to die and then we're all going to well, die. The Jeffrey Epstein so got, like, scam fucked in the head. The Jeffrey Epstein scam was essentially that he would invite these influential people to the island. Yeah. He would then film them doing whatever fucked up shit that they were into. And blackmail them. And then blackmail them and say, hey Hey, if you don't say that God isn't real, that's the thing. It's like, what are you going to blackmail fucking Stephen Hawking for? Oh, is this a list of all the people? Shut up. Yeah, okay. Let's see if we can, like, recognize anything. I'm behind the scenes on the list. I have a table. Bill Richardson, the former governor, governor of New Mexico. David Copperfield. David Copperfield? Damn, that magic. Trump! God damn it, Trump. Dershowitz, Michael Jackson. I mean, that makes sense. That's it? They got three names out of that shit? They're like, we got three names? Oh, give me a second. Dude, there's hundreds of names. Yeah. yeah. There, there was even like Prince uh, Prince Andrews. Well, didn't like... Prince o- Andrews old news, though. We knew about Prince Andrews. Look Did, up the new list. Didn't Oprah Winfrey yeah, run away Oprah, to Oprah fucking Winfrey. Switzerland with like $400,000 because of this? Dude, and, and Oprah Winfrey also was um, one of the first people to call Michael Jackson a pedophile. So there are these, all these memes online of all these people calling her out, and it's like Michael Jackson in his like in his deathbed like dancing that fucking Oprah Winfrey got like caught up in this Epstein shit. <laughs> I'm just amazed. Like it's just, it's just crazy to me because like 
from why, what I understand, it's like a, a fetish island. And yeah. like most of that is going to be centered around kids. But like, I'm just wondering what the other fetishes well like stephen hawking's it was a it was the midgets Midgets, i'm sure that there was some i'm sure there was some like super tough like senator that just loved getting the shit beat out of him by a woman you know but that's like i feel like you could go do that anywhere imagine taking a woman hostage and being like we're not gonna feed you or clothe you until you beat the shit out of this man that's (laughs) funding your mission to be imprisoned on this island yeah I'd fucking yeah. clock the shit out of All right. anybody. All right, Lainey, you don't get your chicken nuggets until you beat the shit out of the Pope. <laughs> cool. What? what? I have to beat the shit out of the Pope? And they go, well, Bill Clinton's coming next, so you know what he's into. <laughs> they paid for your chicken nuggets, so. Is there, like, a list of all the, the new list that came out? I think that list I showed you was like the biggest new ones. The new ones, yeah. The rest, the rest of it got redacted. Which I don't. How were they allowed to do that, bro? Like, like, dude, there was definitely like a BlackRock CEO on there, or like a former president. I mean, we already. You can't redact information like that. Yeah, they did. They took what? Well, okay, Maxwell, duh. Bill Clinton, duh. uh, Trump, Hillary, duh. Copperfield, Copperfield. that's the funny one, dude. (laughs) John Connolly. Leonardo DiCaprio. Alan Dershowitz. DiCaprio, no, bro. I was just defending you, dude. I knew it. I I knew it. Al Gore. I said it was the same thing. Did I not say it was the same thing? No, bro. Same thing. Dude, Al Gore was just on that island hunting for man bear Stephen Hawking. That was it. That was Ehud oh. Barak. Kevin Spacey. No, because he got yeah he he got found. George. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Dude, this is so bad. This is so bad. George Lucas. Jean Luc Brunel. Bruce Willis. Kate Blanchett. Naomi Campbell. Cameron Diaz. Dude, what the shut fuck? up! Keep going, keep going, keep going. No, Glenn Dubin. Not the time, not the fucking. <laughs> keep going, go down. Jeremiah, keep going, fucking down the list. Chris Tucker, <laughs> Sarah Ferguson, Robert hey, F. Kennedy. I had a Chris Tucker coming to my work the other day. What did he do? Come, go back up, go back up. Hold on, this is a matter of safety. American comedian actor. Okay, he's not funny. All right, go back down. Bella Klein, I don't know the rest of these. Victoria Bean, that would suck if your last name was Bean, dude. Mariah Farmer, I think this is like all the other random people. These people are living the high life in like Indiana. The, did you know that the Midwest has like the highest average of millionaires in <laughs> the country? Yeah, probably because they pay the least amount of taxes also, you know. Well, I mean? they're also just like landowners and shit like that and like oil. <laughs> All these people are just because of Virginia. Damn, Virginia Guffro fucking brought everyone down with her, dude. All these doctors, who are just physicians and psychologists that treated her. Hey, Jeremiah, look up Reed Drummond. They doctored up their dicks, all right. That's for fucking Look up truth. Reed Drummond. What, is this related to it? Yeah. It better be. It better be. (laughs) Now look up Reed Drummond landowner. 
Reed Drummond is one of the most popular, um, like, it, she's kind of like uh, Rachel Ray, right? So she's one of the most popular cooks on TV, and sh- her family, the family that she married into, is one of the top ten biggest landowners in the entire United States. <laughs> So she cosplays. <laughs> she- dude, this poor family, dude. Like, we're just sitting here talking about pedophiles. You're like, oh, I know. Let's look up this random woman. <laughs> and her massive estate. Two million a year to use her. No, she, you estate. don't understand. She fucking cosplays. Isn't Bill Gates one of the biggest landowners yeah. in the United States? Can you look he, it up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Probably. <laughs> Could you imagine if Jamie, if if Joe Rogan was like, hey, Jamie, do you think that uh, this one person is something? He's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> look it up, bro. <laughs> yeah, look at this bitch. She looks rich. No, she married into the family that owns, like, the seventh largest land-owning fucking enterprise of the goddamn country. She married into the family? Yeah. And she looks like that? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm not even that fat. And I'm pretty big. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I'm I'm pretty big right now, dude. And I'm not even that fat. And I don't think I could get me a man that dude, would let me bake biscuits in front of a tripod all day. Dude, I think that, like, I think ugly spouses is the new thing in. You know what I mean? Have you seen Ariana Grande's Thank God, husband? Because my fucking, yeah, no, fuck him. Ethan Klein. No, is he? Th- <laughs> she's not married to Ethan Klein. He's not married to. E- she's not married to Ethan Klein. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Just out of nowhere, Ethan His Klein. His name is Ethan. I don't. It's not Ethan Klein though. The fucking <laughs> YouTuber. Could you imagine? <laughs> he like dumps his wife and kid <laughs> to go marry Ariana Grande. What is it? Uh, it just talks about his house. No, uh, Bi- uh, Bill, uh, not Bill Murray. Um, the multi-billionaire, bro. How am I forgetting this? Now you got me fucked up. <laughs> you know Microsoft? You know computers? <laughs> Bill Gates? Yeah, okay. You said Bill Murray. Did I? Yes. Did I? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Maybe he was a lot of less. It's recorded, bro, so we'll find out. Bill Gates, yeah. No, because I think Bill Gates started buying, like, a shit ton of farmland. Like, out of... <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah, I was like, that's what I was like, I get, maybe, sure, he's something like a guy that would just buy a lot of land. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Yeah. He would. He yeah, definitely would. He's a private owner of farmland in a country with some 269,000 acres across dozens of states. Dude, he's getting ready, bro. He's getting... Oh, you know what also happened? Didn't look up if uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg started building an underground, um, like, bunker. I I saw Shut this. Dude, shit's about to go down, dude. Shit's about to go. Oh, green screen apocalypse now. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like this green screen. <laughs> I have laser guns. <laughs> no, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't. That's not how green screen works. Yeah, it is. I just thought this is a clip. He doesn't have underground bunker. I heard somewhere that he was mi- building. Is this the underground bunker? I shoot a laser attack across the. 
across the table. Dude, that, that's the way to do it, bro. Thank you for the sound effects. <laughs> Courtesy of my co-host. That's the that's the hundred million dollar underground bunker. That must be so huge underneath, dude. It's a guard tower. <laughs> oh, it's a guard tower. Okay. Right. Yeah, I can guard that with my chopsticks, dude. When billionaires start building like giant bunkers, you know shit's about to go down, dude. Shit's about to fucking go down. Um, we would be so dead. It go down in the DMs. It go down. It hopefully, go down I'm a millionaire DMs. by the time that the end of the world happens, so at least I have some kind of bunker. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, if, I'm invading the fuck out of your bunker, just to let you know. Yeah, fucking how? Because <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, Andres. Yeah, and what's going to happen when you're in a bunker where there's no alcohol? I'm going to bring it. You. <laughs> It runs out. It's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm gonna bring it. You're so just I'm gonna, gonna start fucking. Can you make like alcohol out of piss? I think I know it's mead. So you need honey and you need fruit, and the fruit carries naturally occurring. Yeast. Why did you bring all these bees in the bunker? <laughs> <laughs> like we need mead, and you have like a full like. <laughs> Like a bee, like a suit. You're the only one that everyone's just getting stung forever. <laughs> I would bring Dude, extra honestly, bee suits. It wouldn't be that bad an idea to bring like a beehive or two. Like have like a separate. Yeah, dude, because because you can use you can use honey. You to were preserve. just shitting on me for my beehive, and now you're saying that you're <laughs> gonna allow the beehive because it's a good idea. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm you can tend to the bees. You don't get You're to gonna say deep. anything. If the world ends, I have all the good ideas, <laughs> and you fucking suck. So. Because I just told you the best idea, and you said, uh, fuck the bees. And then you were like, actually. Dude, I'm just imagining. Actually, the bees might be really good for us. I'm just imagining bunker. you, like, just piss drunk every day taking care of the bees. You just walk in the room, you're like, buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Time to collect more bees for my fucking needs. Are you dissing my buzz right now? No. You are. I'm not dissing. You are. You, you haven't even buzzed yet. <laughs> I am. I'm buzzed right now. But so it, I guess like you would have to just recycle your pee though in order to make water eventually. It depends on how long the apocalypse for lasts the for. Plants. So it would be like pee fucking. <laughs> be pee mead. For, and the alcohol would kill the pee. What is your point? That is not a bad point. You could just make, like, wine, essentially. Yeah. Oh, weird. It's almost like the fucking pirates survived off of rum and beer, and everybody survived off of beer for ages. Fucking, yeah. dude, you know what? I'm sick of this anti-alcohol propaganda. This is fucking bullshit, okay? Dude, you would be so you'd be so fucked if you weren't in like in a secure like, situation for the rest of the time. You'd be out like in the zombie apocalypse, you're just like, we need to find alcohol. That's the first place we need. Be like, dude, we need antibiotics. Like, no! We need to find bees. Guess what the first defense against germs are? Oh, weird. Rubbing alcohol. Mm. Yeah, but the, rubbing alcohol is really hard to make, like, that pure. So it's almost like we should grab all of it. You would definitely you definitely be the one, like, grabbing hand sanitizer and, like, putting into a cup, like, just, like, hoping you get some kind of fucking thing. No, at that point, I would just grow magic mushrooms. 
You could grow your own mushrooms. It depends. Like if it's a if it's a nuclear holocaust, you can't be above ground. Yeah. So you'd have to be underground, which means you would have very. Hard I just would give up alcohol light. and go straight to weed and magic mushrooms, and I would just invent. I would spend the last of my money <laughs> on like. Could you imagine Bay like fifteen years into the apocalypse? She's just running off of like <laughs> psychedelic mushrooms. Just thirteen years of just doing psychedelic. You'd open up the door and she'd be like, "Are you real?" <laughs> I would have a very firm grasp on reality. I'm sure of it. Not after fucking how many years being under... years surviving on mushrooms. <laughs> I think I'd be fine. I Just think I'd be fine. I don't know. If you drink... If you eat it every day, I feel like your body would get used to... That's what I'm... It's a know. tolerance, bro. Why do you think I'm so good at drinking You'd have alcohol? the worst stomach ache, though, for years, though. That would fucking oh, suck. Oh, weird. It's almost like I already have that. <laughs> I think it proved the Joe or the uh, Alex McKenna theory. Maybe you grew a third eye. You start evolving after eating mushrooms that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just start becoming like smarter. You know, you start evolving, you start growing. Like, I become the ultimate Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. That's Joe Rogan. Best impression ever. He's a fucking bat. To Some fair, vampire bat. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I said the evolved version. Dude, I would love to be fucking, <laughs> fucking in a bunker with Joe Rogan. <laughs> That'd be sick, dude. He's just unlimited jerky. You know what I mean? <laughs> just eating corn out of a can. Just DMT and jerky and corn. You never know <laughs> and then you just he just talks about bears the whole time. Yeah. Like I like Joe Rogan bear lore. I really like those. <laughs> I I go down the rabbit hole in those. I watch all of those. He's so snips. accurate. He's so accurate with he the sounds. He loves bears, yeah. dude. He fucking he knows about bears. You know what? I thought that Joe Rogan was, uh, what, Do- Joe DiMaggio or whatever? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought he was someone else. But anyways. What the fuck you mean me? That's someone, Joe Rogan is the most recognizable person ever. What other fucking psychedelic hippie UFC commentator do you know? Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. He's the exact same thing. as. <laughs> Who the fuck is Joe DiMaggio? I don't know. I, that's the only other Joe. <laughs> it's an old black basketball player. Baseball player. From like the fucking 40s. From 1940. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking Where did you get this name from? <laughs> My brain. I don't know. <laughs> it was just in there, bro. You must have heard it when you were a kid at some point. And it just like it just <laughs> Dude, are you have you been watching the Joe DiMaggio podcast? Dude, he's like 140, dude. <laughs> it's like 130. What, he has a podcast? He's alive? <laughs> Don't make fun of me, okay? Alright? I tried. I thought You know, at least if we were in a bunker, I'd have unlimited, like, you know, entertainment for the rest of my life. In a in a beekeeper. Yeah, as soon as she doesn't have alcohol, you're you're fucked. That's why we have the bees. You become the bear in the fucking bunker. I become Joe DiMaggio. We need to get her alcohol. Someone get the bees. <laughs> no, dude, we would die. 
in the apocalypse. No, we wouldn't. We would be fine for a while. Where do you do it? Here, here in this basement, we'd still be doing the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Update on the new apocalypse news. On the new apocalypse news, shit's still fucked. Uh, Timmy's growing a third arm. Oh no! Just turning an old ham radio. You would have to be. I don't know what would be. Look up like what the best place in the world would be for like the apocalypse. It would have to be some place that's close to water, right? What? That's close to food, but is also far away from people. I'm pretty sure Hawaii. No, no, no. But what if the water the, rises? Yeah, no. You're fucked. You would need somewhere like North Carolina. North Carolina or North Alaska? Carolina. I would choose North Carolina. In the middle of Australia and New Zealand are the best places to survive a nuclear apocalypse. Well, that's because no one's going to fucking bomb Australia or New Zealand. Dude, if there was a nuclear apocalypse, we'd be fucked because Look they would up in America. In America. Islands, yeah. Same question in America. If they dropped bombs in the United States, they would drop it in D.C., they'd drop it in L.A., New York, and then Colorado Denver. Springs. Colorado Springs. Because, because of the a, Air Force Because the Air Force Base, yeah. So we would be fucked. Everyone in North Dakota, fine. <laughs> there you go! Hey! Good job! Hey! <laughs> called it, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's got a 74. What is Colorado on there? Look at North North Carolina. I don't think Colorado's even on there. North Carolina. It's on the, the mid-dislikely side of survival. Oh, just like yeah, Colorado. Yeah, likely out of all these others. Dude, how is California fucking surviving? No, there's no way. I don't believe that. Yeah, they're on the second. You think motherfuckers... No, there's so many homeless people there, there's no fucking way. You think all the homeless... You won't give me a dollar! Oh, dude. They they would survive because the zombies would just assume that the homeless people are one of their own, dude. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't fucking touch them, dude. They're just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, New Jersey... Fucking, yeah, dude, Colorado would be fucked. Why is North Dakota the most, like, oh, because there's nothing. Oh, there's Alaska. nothing out there. I guess because you can't go anywhere. Texas would be. Wait, why is Hawaii most likely and Alaska is least likely? Because islands Look are... it up. Like, there's probably an article underneath that talks about it. I don't know who made this, but yeah, dude, we'd be fucked in Colorado. We'd have to go to some. We're so landlocked, it's fucked. We wouldn't be able to get out. That's the problem. But we do have a bunch of rivers. Oh, you know what? Barely. And also, like, do you think the zombies are going to survive up in the mountains? I don't know. Every time I see a zombie, it's a new one. They, like, sprint. They, like, can get... Yeah. They, you have to shoot them twice. I don't know what the fucking rules for zombies I are. Him, I saw a zombie. It was in California, and they were taking a shit in the middle of the fucking roadway, fighting with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> also here. <laughs> It'll get... Dude, it's it's true. I saw a zombie pissing... On the side of the sidewalk and asking for raspberries and a pack of Marlboro Reds. Yeah, which one's... Dude, Colorado. Fuck, dude. We're right in the middle. We're like middle ground. Okay. Okay. I think not if bad. you're in the mountains... Not bad. Not bad. I think if you're in the mountains, you have a pretty good chance. Well, are they going to run up the mountains? No. 
Yeah, they're not going over the pass. You just have to deal with all the zombies from, like, the actual mountain towns. A big thing that they're kicking into land is, like, uh, farmability. Uh, but farmability, yeah. Realistically, if we were actually talking about a realistic zombie outbreak, what would probably happen is that everybody in the mountain towns who had either a job or somebody to visit or something to do down on not the mountain would carry the virus. They would, like, be like, ah, fuck you, bitch, ah, and, oh. like, get a, a sneaky bite, a sneaky bite. So then they come back in They would come back over, yeah. and get, be like, oh, I'm so sick, Deborah. I'm so sick. <laughs> and then Deborah, and then Deborah. <laughs> oh, Deborah, God, I'm so sick. <laughs> I'm gonna bite you, Deborah. <laughs> I'm gonna bite you, Deborah. And Deborah would help him, and then they wouldn't know about the zombie apocalypse Dude, before it hit their own hometown. Zombie and I, apocalypse and Colorado, it sucked because it's all the fit people here. Yeah. If you go to like Texas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some dude that's just been doing power cleans for 30 years straight, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! He's running. <laughs> Look at the veins in his neck, dude. Fuck. You know, but if you go down to Texas, it's just like. <laughs> They have asthma and shit, and they're trying to they're just, like, barely no, making it. No, Jeremiah, look up the fattest town in Colorado, or in, in the in United the States. States. I yeah. think it's Texas. I think it's somewhere in Texas. Fattest United States I bet you it's, town. like, El Paso or some shit. I think it's Oklahoma. <laughs> that would be great. West Virginia. Virginia. Mountain Mama Country Roads. Take me home. Okay, yeah. So you could just go down to the... You could just go down to West Virginia. And then you just never be caught. It's Oklahoma's number two. Yeah, Colorado's the healthiest. Holy shit in California. We are the healthiest state, I think. No, are they? No, we're... Yeah, we're 50. Yeah, yeah, we're the healthiest, dude. We, we, the, the people here would be fucking. You know why? And they get in their Subarus. The fucking zombies would get in their Subarus and just start fucking coming after people. But dude. do you know why? It's because we have the highest elevation, so yeah. our lung capacity is the best, which is also why we're the best at smoking weed. Yeah. Also, everything is more spread out here, so like you can't just walk down the street to get a McDonald's. Usually, it's true. Like you have to go and work for it. You know, I feel like in like these fat countries, it's like you can go to a fast food place, basically. But anyway. honestly, like here in Colorado, it's like if I'm gonna spend the amount of energy to go to McDonald's, I might as well go to like a Mad Greens or like a Smash Burger at least and get some higher quality burger and fries, because at this point, like the fucking McDonald's is the same price, like. Okay, let me tell you this. The other day, I went to fucking Qdoba, and I got me and my boyfriend uh, each a meal, yeah. right? And a and a queso and chips to split. <laughs> okay, okay. $32. $32. Do you know what else we can get for $32? We can go to Mount Fuji and each get a soup, each get a salad, and each get two rolls of sushi. I think I work at Qdoba. I'm loving this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm pissed, bro. Jeremiah works at Qdoba. He's a manager at Qdoba. And this shit is bullshit. I can go to any other restaurant, any other restaurant, and get a fucking yeah, same well, meal. You know what, though? Wait, wait, you want to know a fun fact? So, looking at raising prices again. 
Hell yeah, dude. I'm still gonna buy it, but I'm mad. That's why. I'm, I love it. You know why? Because fucking Chipotle sucks. Can we just? I can we send? I refuse to go to Chipotle. Can we send Joe Biden to the fucking Epstein Island already, so we can blackmail him to fucking lower these goddamn prices? I'm surprised he's not fucking it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not connected to it at all, dude. He's been sniffing kids since the beginning, bro. It's true. It's true. Redacted. Speaking of which, New Year. We got a new, brand new year, and guess what? It's an election year, and it's also a leap year, which I never understood. Like, what? What is? A, what is a leap year? It's um, like so. It accounts for the axis in which the Earth turns. So we have twenty four point three. <laughs> so doesn't it mean that there's like a less? There's less days or something like that. Well, it's twenty four point three. Additional day. It's twenty four point three. So when you when the Earth spins around. It's 24.3. The point three is what causes the leap year. We have to have a leap year or else we'd have to have an extra month, basically. Yeah, but it's just like every 30 years, <laughs> you would have to you would have to round that shit up. Well, you wouldn't have a leap year apocalypse, <coughs> that's for fucking sure. Biden would definitely be in some giant fucking bunker funded by the American people. Gladly leave us all behind. <laughs> Not a second thought, dude. Let the American people die, dude. We got our bunker. Yeah, they'll be in China. There's there's probably some kind of. Can you look that up to see, like, if anybody knows about any, like, what the end of the world plan is for, like, elites? There has to be, dude. There has to be, like, a giant bunker that's just ready. Yeah, they're in, like, Switzerland and New Zealand and shit. Yeah, there has to be some giant bunker that, like, all the presidents, all the head, the Black Rot Sea, all the people that got redacted from the fucking Epstein files, that all those people end up in a bunker somewhere. It's true. You it's know? It's true. Because they got, they got the power enough to get their shit fucking blocked off, you know? I don't know. It's, <laughs> there's got to be. What was that one movie? It was like 2020. Um, 2012. 2012. Yeah, you remember that movie? Yeah. Where it's like they had these like ships or whatever yep. for like yep. all the elites. Mm-hmm. And they like, you know, they had to like put all the poor people in. And they're like, ugh. <laughs> we, have to, we have to leave these for poor people. And there's some guy like, dude, I make $120,000 a year. And it's like, you're still poor. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I do remember that. What a throwback, dude. There's probably nothing on it because it's so top secret, but there has to be some kind of, like, apocalyptic bunker for, like, the elite somewhere. Somewhere. It's on Epstein's Island. (laughs) It is, probably. It's it's DIA secret tunnels. Yeah. Oh, my God. I tried to explain that. Tiny (laughs) bunker. Raven Rock Mountain Complex. Also known as Site R, is a U.S. military installation with underground nuclear button near near Blue Ridge Summit. Where and where? Where is Blue Ridge Summit? It's Colorado. In Colorado. <laughs> I looked at the Rocky Mountains for you because it's the Rocky Mountains. You know there's secret bunkers up there. Oh yeah. Duh. And then there's this guy apparently. It's temporary. There's just one dude. It's just gonna be like all of the elites. In some mountain bunker, and then like a bunch of like crazy d- white dudes with fucking giant beards who just been like been called crazy for fucking years, dude. The Cheyenne Mountain Complex. In fucking Cheyenne, yeah. The dude. Cheyenne Mountain Nuclear Bunker. 
How much does it cost to make like a no rad? It probably costs millions of dollars. <laughs> We're keeping it in. We should put a we should put like a plume. <laughs> like a nuclear plume. I heard that so far. <laughs> You picked the worst time to let that go. Especially while we're talking it about was, nuclear fallout. It's hilarious. Sorry, it wasn't even a fart. I moved my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make it a good... <laughs> it's actually not that bad. That's pretty close. That's not a bad excuse. Imagine farting in a bunker, bro. Look back at the fucking footage. Look back at the footage. I swear to God. Look back at the footage. You're just like sitting there like, I hope no one hears my fart. <laughs> <laughs> just shit just echoes. <laughs> uh, look up, uh, there's, this, um, there's this guy who converted a nuclear bunker into like a house. Um, and it's actually pretty cool. It's like this giant fucking nuclear bunker. And he... Yeah, you can look up the video. Yeah, it's Ooh. giant, dude. That's why this was a missile silo. Yeah, it's like he converted a missile si- missile silo. And imagine having a party in there, dude. That'd be sick. People get fucked up for sure, though. Dude, it's like a little restaurant. I'd be partying. Hell yeah, dude. If it was the end of the world... This is some James Bond shit right here. Imagine the kinky shit that would be happening in this fucking bunker, dude. They're definitely bringing prostitutes. Oh, for sure. They're definitely bringing prostitutes. Oh, for sure. You don't think that the Epstein Island is going to be on speed dial for when the end of the world comes? They're like, they probably already got a 13-year-old down there. <laughs> Just waiting. She's too old now. <laughs> they switch her out every year. Yep. They're, they're probably raising <laughs> babies down there. Yeah. <laughs> we need that adrenochrome coming in as fast as possible. That's like the promise in Neverland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just just a little farm. Just about, dude. Okay, well, moving on from the apocalypse. We talk about the apocalypse so much in this. Um, we I want to talk about... The end of the world is nigh... Before we end up uh, ending this up, uh, Gypsy Rose finally out of jail. Oh dude. my god, and she's getting dick down. Dick down, dick down, dick down. Dick down. She... Look up her boyfriend, dude. She, he's been like. With he looks family. like her mom. He looks like her mom. I mean, who doesn't have more dat, more mommy issues than Gypsy Rose, bro? I think Gypsy Rose has the most, the worst case of mommy issues you no, can possibly No, not him. Get. No, look up Gypsy Rose's husband. Damn, he already married her. Husband. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, looks like her he mom. Do- he does look looks like her like mom. Looks like her mom, bro. Yeah, he, oh my God, he does. Looks like her mom, bro. Like exactly. Oof, that is hard to that is hard to deny, dude. Oof. Yeah, dude, that's what mommy issues will get you, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what that's where mommy issues will get and you. And he was he was from the same place that Gypsy was born. So like in her like interview, Did she it? was like, "Oh, well, he was born from the same place that I was born in." So they like, got the same nose, dude. Yeah, but they're actually related. 
she they got married in 2022 so they've been married since for, when she was in jail yeah they got married when she was in jail it's been like two years he was investing bro yeah and she got out and they've been just fucking ever since she started like like there's a <laughs> how do you know that they're fucking bro? i mean they're married i know because but. she went on live and she was like basically being like that d is fire like basically <laughs> well not live but like yeah He's getting, he's, he's getting his chance up. Yeah. <laughs> he's been waiting to Dude, I mean, she was put into jail as a kid, so she was probably waiting for a fucking a long time dude, to get there. Dude, she this. was horny, dude. And, like, here's the thing, is, like, she found a guy that looks like her dead mom, and, like, she has a bunch of fucking issues, obviously, because she's been in jail for fucking like eight years dude one day she's gonna like have like a terror dream and like accidentally like choke him to death in the middle of the i'm night. i'm like 90 percent sure they're trying to have a baby right now that's gonna be some fucked up baby i look gypsy rose i'm glad you're out i don't think that you should have been in there i think you were in a fucked up situation i think your mom was doing you should have gotten eight years of therapy instead of fucking eight years of jail and you know I, actually i've been thinking a lot about the gypsy rose situation and i I think what it does is it highlights a bigger issue um mo- like here in the united states but just in general too that about these parents who basically like they use their kids for attention of course like the fucking the family vloggers yeah like that chick that got in trouble but even more so like you know these these like there's definitely parents out there that are, like, force-feeding their kids, like, fucking hormones because oh, yeah. it makes them more popular amongst their, like, liberal friend group. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying that that's all of them. There are definitely people out there that are genuinely trans that are genuinely, like, they just want to live their lives so they don't want to be bothered or anything. But there's also, I think, probably a lot bigger percentage of kids that are being more pushed into there from their parents because they love the attention that they get from their friends. They get to talk about the transition. They get to talk about this. They get, you know, but just in general, too, it's like they get to make their kid basically like, you're like, look at my kid. My kid did this. You know? My kid is special. Uh, that makes me special yeah. because I have a special kid. And this is like a perfect example of an extreme, like, version of that. Well, yeah. It's the same thing as, like, when I was the lead in a play in fucking middle school. <laughs> yeah. My mom came into the fucking goddamn, like, auditorium to come watch me do a play in middle school. Yeah. And, like, keep in mind, I'm I'm a lead in this play. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so she tries to sit in an open seat, an open seat in the front two rows. Just like, she's just like, oh, yeah, this is a good seat. You know, I'll sit here. And these moms come in and they go, um, my child has special needs, (laughs) so we need to sit in these front rows. And my mom goes, so do you have special needs or... Oh, damn, they're trying to use the fucking handicap space for themselves. <laughs> this was fucking 10 years ago. This was fucking 10 years ago. And they have grown much stronger and much oh, more entitled. Definitely. Like, I think I think it's like a huge, huge problem. We don't ever talk about it because it's kind of taboo because then it's suggesting that, you know, these kids don't know what they're doing. But you know what? When, like when you talk about a dad that forces his kid into football, that's not taboo at all. Like that's totally normal. We're like, yeah, you probably probably shouldn't do that. But anything else, it's like, wait a second, you know. But dude, like imagine some so many <laughs> I love this you title, dude. Seat. Gypsy Rose Blanchard was convicted of murder 
period. Now she's being gasified. <laughs> she is. She killed her abusive mom. Now she's being released from prison. She's the internet's latest girl boss. She is. Dude, she got she got seven million followers mm-hmm. since she's gotten out. Yeah. That is insane, yeah. dude. She's you know set for life. Dude. You know why? Because she fucking she experienced trauma. Her mother not only lied to her about her ability as like in medically necessary, like if she could walk or if she could eat. She was forced to eat through a feeding tube. She was forced to use a, a wheelchair. But not only that, she lied to her about her age. She made this girl up, think so that when, when she was, like, 17, 18 years old, she made her think that she was, like, 15, 16. She lied to her crazy about her fucking age to the point where, like, when she met her, like, boyfriend who killed her mom, I think he was technically younger than her, if I'm not mistaken, because she thought that she was younger because of her mom and like yeah he was like a little autistic and shit and like i don't think he deserved life in prison i think he deserved the same sentence as gypsy where it's just like oh like hey you the, the boyfriend should... yeah who killed her yeah yeah because she convinced him to kill her the difference is is that like he didn't experience the same trauma as she did so he was probably just like an accomplice and this happens all the time where like a girlfriend will have like a boyfriend and then like they convince like she will convince him to like help her kill like a family member well the thing is is that like girls so they don't want to do the killing themselves men are problem solvers and this is the thing is like if you're a woman and you realize this like yeah you can use it for the wrong ways yeah but men are problem solvers when you complain to a man like if you say like oh my god like this bitch at work fucking sucks. Like, I hate my life. Like, she. We start thinking, like, why don't you get out of the department? Why don't you talk to your boss? Or why they're like, like, hey, I'm going to create a fake email and write a nasty review with her name in it under Yelp. You know, like, there's <laughs> multiple. There's multiple. I don't think I've ever heard a single dude being like, you know what we're going to do? <laughs> what we're going to do? All right, everyone listens. We're going to fuck her up. With a Yelp review. <laughs> Everyone get some emails. We're going to Yelp bomb her. <laughs> and she would get fired because of that. I mean, probably. But that's where girls are good at. Because generally, men use physical violence. And women generally use reputation destruction. Um, but if you're talking about men who are raised in a woman-dominant society, they're evolving. Yeah. Like men are evolving. They're becoming more feminine. That's why testosterone is so low. There's like a whole there's a whole reason so, yeah. and controversy along the lines of like why men are doing what they do and like the thing is is that like it's just like the Barbie movie when Ken is going you guys obviously aren't doing patriarchy very well. <laughs> and the guy goes yes. We are. We're just hiding it better it's just because there's no war dude as soon as as soon as bombs start dropping girls are just like you know what i don't i don't need a high-paying job i don't i don't need to be a you know 
That's because we have to take care of the whole yeah. fucking country while men are out at war. It's not I need a high paying job. Yeah. It's that I have to make this fucking bullet shell for my husband because he's overseas. I think that was like the biggest thing in like history is that we talk about how like women were always oppressed, always oppressed, always oppressed. And I think it is true. Women used to be treated like absolute shit. But what we don't talk about was the fact that like uh, that like women men, are valuable. Yeah, that like men were essentially sent off as just like as as just like as as just like bullet, you know, uh, bullet fodder, they, fodder. Yeah. yeah, 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 bullet. Yeah, there you go, bullet fodder. <laughs> you know, because, especially if you're in Russia, bro, they fucking hand you like one bullet and one just okay, go. You know, good luck, uh, <laughs> good luck, my friend. You will be shot, but you know, it will be for the country, your mother country. You know, and I think that that was kind of the trade-off. You know, it was like, you know, we didn't get oppressed, but we died at fucking twenty-three when we we're like out in the fucking field. And then the woman, you know, moved on with the kids and shit like that. But now that there's not any war, like, it makes sense that there's more of an egalitarian society. But the problem is that, I, that I've that i seen is that I think that cancel culture really started to, like, come up big because women started become playing a bigger part in society. Because women use... Like emotions, uh, emotions, and they destroy reputations. That's their biggest thing. And now that's the main part of the game. You notice that? That yeah. now it's all about destroying reputation. Everywhere you go, all these people that fuck up, anything, if, if somebody doesn't like somebody, first thing you do, they try to destroy their reputation. Back then, it was like, it's time to duel, son. <laughs> you know, that's how you dealt with your problems. And I think that. In some ways, it's good because there is a lot more nurturing in local governments. You know, we we're, we're, we're seem to care more about, like, um, you know, just the average person. I don't think that happens in a patriarchal society, which is good. But the problem is, is now it's, like, it's more about caring about people. And it's all I want is to go to fucking mm-hmm. – to go to fucking Qdoba and not pay 35 fucking bucks. You know, that seems to be the thing that people care the most about. Well, and that's the that's the fucked up part is that like it's all this virtue signaling of like it is. Oh, it's just hey, taking over this country. Oh dude. hey, like I care about this, I care about that. But when it comes down to it, like I'm probably one of the most least liberal people. You'll meet, and that's because I was a liberal, so I know exactly how this goes. You got converted, and, yes. And how this actually happens is that the fact is, these people who own Qdoba, these people who own Walmart, they are taking money from employees' paychecks to be able to afford their $13 million third yacht. That they yeah. have gotten. This is this is corporate I, I will say greed. that's that's more of the dude thing. Though. Like dudes are like, fuck them, dude. <laughs> Let's get a yacht this year. Let's get an extra yacht. Right. You know? Whereas women are like, how is everybody going to feed their family? And that's the thing is that there is a fine line between being totalitarian and socialist and communist and being fair. Because the thing is, is that 
it it shouldn't be this way. It shouldn't be the fact that a CEO of a major corporation makes yeah. $36 million a year or $3.6 million a year or whatever. Well, I when, think I think a millionaire can make that much amount of money and be fine just as long as, like, it doesn't end up, like, hurting families be able to but eat. But that's what I'm saying you know is that, I mean? like, their own employees, like, for example, Kroger employees, right? There is a very large percentage of Kroger employees, King Supers, Kroger, there's fucking what like Fredericks or whatever that's an office. Or Walmart. Walmart's like the, the like the Wall the Wall Brothers, is that what they're called? Like the Wall family? Yeah. So uh, what happens is is that their employees make so little money that they qualify. Their employees make so little money that they qualify for government aid. So what does that mean? Like, that means that these employers, these companies are the leeching wage, yeah. off of government stipends and giving their employees such low wages that the actual fucking government has to give the companies, the big-ass companies like Walmart, like fucking Kroger, they have to give their employees fucking tax dollars to cover their fucking wages. This is ridiculous. It is. It is. Like there's there's we'll end this we'll end it with this. There's a there's a good middle between capitalism and socialism. And you're talking like you're talking to somebody who I'm pretty much, you know, for the most part I'm against socialism because I think governments are the least efficient like like if the if the US government was a company it would have ran out of business a long ass fucking time ago it would have been the worst you know that the US government the Pentagon hasn't passed an audit in like 30 years oh yeah they lost like what like 8 billion dollars this they, past they, year oh we lost another billion today we lost another billion yesterday we lost another at in fucking Ukraine dude they're like they lost like 300 million dollars worth of fucking shit yeah yeah there's the national debt just continuously going up and they're just like let's just put it up higher we'll let the next guy fucking deal with it i don't know look the world the world is fucked but you know what i have hope for 2024 i think it you know and you know what even if we end up fucked in a zombie apocalypse joe biden's fucking taking all of our money you know uh, either he gets elected again trump gets elected again at the very least I want a funny year. I want some funny shit to happen. You know what I mean? I want some more Stephen Hawking's into midgets kind of I want news. Biden to fall again. <laughs> That's so funny. It's just like I just want I just want a president to fall. I don't, I don't want him to die, I just want him to fall. That'll probably kill him, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Look, we got an interesting year coming, um, and we're going to be doing this show to, you know, kind of make fun of it and, and uh, go along with it. We hope that you guys come along with it, too. Um, we have a new schedule, so now we're just going to be doing two episodes a month. Every other week, we're going to be doing an episode unless some crazy shit pops off, and then we'll do an emergency episode just for you. Yeah. Just for you. Yeah. Um, anyways, we love you guys. Be sure to comment, like, subscribe. Let us know what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast. And uh, be sure to come back to the Padre Podcast. We love you guys. Bye.